Welcome. Grab a seat, pour yourself a glass of tea. My name's Jason Rodriguez and I'm the Parliament Raven. Today's episode is called Being the Flavor. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be today's episode and it's because I'm going to talk about salt. Right? Salt's important. It's become a popular term in pop culture, at least in the video game community where you can be salty for losing. You can be a salt lord for practicing too much. You can give someone salt if uh, if you do too well against them or <laughs> or if you throw sarcasm at them, right? So uh, salt is something we enjoy. Whether you know it or not, it's in just about every processed food as we go. Uh, it's definitely in beef jerky um, and bacon. Everybody likes the bacon. But salt is... is has a tremendous history and variety and brings something to not only our faith, but it brings something to our everyday lives. It's something we can relate to. And I keep bringing up the concept of, of metaphors uh, throughout these episodes where you get to sit with me and have a glass of tea. And I, the metaphor of of honey on my lips and uh, like water to my soul... And salt goes back uh, to rabbinic teaching, which is amazing, right? Like you would think like table salt would would be nothing. But we know in history, and and don't forget me wrong, uh, oh, you're going to get used to that a lot. Uh, But I'm a history teacher, and salt plays an important part in as something of value and that has currency uh, to it. And um, it used to be worth more than gold, right? And for various reasons, uh, let's go to the list of things that salt can do. Um, And looking here at my notes, it relieves, it's pain relief. It it relieves stings and bites. It polishes and restores metals. It protects and stops from weeds. It preserves and dries and pickles things. It heals and cleanses and restores wounds. It flavors food, and it can even remove bad odors. I feel like I'm on an infomercial for salt. And it, of course, it makes julienne fries. And by that, I mean you can salt your fries after they're done being julienned. Right? Salt has some tremendous uh, properties. And uh, so much so that that um, a rabbinic saying is this. Let's jump to that. A rabbinic saying is salt is necessary, and so is the Torah, a daily necessity. If you want to be salt, you must be filled with Torah, of course, with the Word, uh, with the Lord, with the Holy Spirit. Be filled and, and be a salt, right? Taste and see that the Lord and his kingdom is good. So but I, I added this, right? Uh, so if, if Torah is salt, and people Bible beat people, right? <laughs> I said, if Torah is salt, then be wise in its use, for it has value. First and foremost, it has value, right? But salt must not be used in excess. Ever have something that's too salty? Uh, too much salt causes high blood pressure. Too much salt 
can dehydrate you, right? Don't have it in excess. And I'm not saying do not seek the Lord or read his word in excess. What I'm saying is don't use it against your friends in, in excess, right? Don't beat the world up with salt in excess, right? Sprinkle. Use the right amount. Measure out. Pour forth the necessity, right? Because it can easily cause damage if used wrong. Rome burnt down, <laughs> burnt down their enemy cities and salted them. So nothing would grow there, right? The great salt flats, nothing grows there. It's salt, right? So too much salt can kill, right? Um, but uh, it, it also purifies, right? And in 2 Kings 2.21, God purifies the waters with salt, right? But here's the most interesting fact, right? Here's a, I, I'm going to, I like bringing interesting facts about the things I'm talking about. And salt just, just is more interesting than you know. So if you're a believer, right, you're a covenant believer, you're, you're sitting across a, a raven uh, like myself, um, then you know that covenants are promises uh, that have terms, and and some terms can be changed, right? They're like a contract. If you want to, contracts are are paper versions of covenants. Covenants were a lot more serious, um, and maybe we'll talk about that in another episode, or maybe I will ask another of uh, the ravens in the Raven Creek to do an episode on just covenants. Um, but there's a, a specific covenant that's not talked much about. It's called a salt covenant. And you can find it in Numbers 18, 19. And when this covenant, uh, well, and when a covenant is renewed, it can be changed. Right? I I just mentioned that. But a salt covenant is eternal. (laughs) What? What do you mean a salt covenant is eternal? You want to make a covenant with a friend? Get some salt. (laughs) And get some salt. And I'll tell you why. Uh, A salt covenant would be an exchange between two people of salt. You would carry a bag of salt on you, you know, for your food or to a wound. Like you would carry salt with you, and you'd have a pouch of it on you. Very expensive. If they robbed, if you were robbed, that's one of the things they would rob you of. And what you would do is, you you would exchange salt with somebody. You would open up your bag, you each take out a bit of your salt, and you would pour it in the other person's bag. And we all know that once that bag closes and you start moving around, that that salt is going to intermingle with your salt. And the only way to change a salt covenant or alter it would be to reclaim every grain from the other person's pouch. Wow. Why? That's why it's eternal. How are you going to reclaim it? How do you know which one's yours? Salt looks alike. Right? Well, not all salt looks alike, but white salt looks alike. We'll go into varieties in a minute Uh, because this is a fun episode. Right, we're talking about fun things, salt, uh, which is, uh, you know, essentially the king of flavor. And I and I know there's a personality on YouTube that would disagree. He would say MSG. I love that personality, but salt is important. And why? Why is it important to our faith? I, I, Torah talks about being filled. Uh, this covenant thing is great. It's amazing. But Parliament Raven, why? Why is this important? Well, let's let's 
turn and look at Jesus. Hey, uh, hey, what did he say? Yeah. And you know, Matthew and Mark have have uh, two different, you know, tellings of this of what Jesus said about it. But I'm gonna read, and I'm gonna read you both, and they're both gonna be from the English Standard Version. And the first one is Matthew five thirteen. You are the salt of the earth. But if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except being thrown or trampled under people's foot. Right? So you're no longer, if, if you're tasteless, if, if your faith becomes fleckless and tasteless and has no flavor, then why even? You're no good. <laughs> Uh, are you even Christian anymore? And that's that what it boils down to. The Lord, Jesus is saying, look, if if you're, so, how do I restore saltiness if there's no salt anymore? It's better to just be trampled underfoot. It's better, like, and, and he's speaking to Jewish people, and he's speaking to people of the religious law who've lost the flavor of tzedakah, of charity, of of, of righteousness, of faithfulness, of justice of mercy. And he's saying, if you don't have these things that grants you the flavor of the kingdom, then you should be, you're useless. Throw you under an elephant's foot and be stomped to nothing. But I like how Mark has a different spin. And I'll tell you, and I'm going to relate this to some some other salt later, some actual salt, because I'm going to talk about actual salt because I told you this is going to be a fun episode. And Mark says this. Mark said that Jesus said this. For everyone will, will be salted with fire. And salt is good. But if the salt has lost its saltiness, how will, it, how will you make it salty again? Have salt in yourself and be at peace with one another. What? Wait a minute. Let, let's, let's, let's take this and, and look at it. Yeah, again, because it's usually you hear about trample underfoot, but like, wait a minute, have salt within yourselves and be at peace with one another. So Jesus is making reference to a, a rabbinic thing about being filled with Torah, right? And then he and then he's saying, be at peace with one another, which is part of his manifesto, right? Blessed are the peacemakers, right? There's is the kingdom of heaven. Wait a minute, the kingdom are people who are salty. Salty people are peacemakers. So if we're arguing with one another about frivolous things and we're not doing kingdom stuff, should we be trampled underfoot? Uh, uh Uh-oh. If a body of believers loses its flavors and and turns in on itself and and all it cares is about itself... uh, should it be trampled underfoot? Should it be? Should the the walls be torn down? Should the buildings be sold? Should the uh, the main pastures' uh, airplanes and and Mercedes be be sold off? Um, so some thoughts on saltiness, right? And now. <laughs> I think salt is so important that I, I went around and I and I looked for varieties of salt, and and the reason I did that is because 
God is a God that loves variety. And and I said this in another episode, that God loves, the, despite us having a, a billion and one uh, different denominations from Roman Catholic to uh, charismatic Protestantism and, and everything in between. God loves variety. And, and I, as I said earlier, look at the platypus duck uh, in another episode. I said that. Uh, so I said look earlier because it's an earlier episode. Platypus duck. Amazing. Amazing creature. Um, but there's 12 types of salt. And they each have a different use and each have a different flavor. And the body, where the, the church is compared to a body that has different body parts, right? But if we compare it to a salt rack, it could be, a, a, it could have different salts. And there's, there's a variety of salts. And maybe these salts could, you could find a relation to this salt. And, you know, but just, just don't make a ministry tool that, that puts a test and, and makes you a salt, right? Because that's not what this is for. This is for you to know that that there's variety of, of believer types and people in their walk and where they're at, and it's okay. And it's all right that all the salt doesn't taste the same, look the same, or is made the same, right? So you have so you have table salt, and everybody knows table salt's the most plentiful. It's it's processed. It's mined. And you get it, and you get it in two two types. You get it with iodine, which is an extra process, and iodine's good for extra cleansing of the body. Uh, you need iodine to get rid of <laughs> nuclear um, when you when you're exposed to nuclear uh, and radiation poisoning. Um, iodine is one of the key ingredients to getting rid of that. You have coal kosher salt and not all of these salts are, are done in a kosher way but they're used for kosher preparations which is why they're kosher and you, you think about you know the table salts everyday average joe and the kosher salts the the over uh the over studied uh christian um ready to you know do those classic uh jewish uh, festivals as well as celebrate you know uh, the regular Christian faith stuff. You have sea salt, right? People, uh, and you know, I can you can kind of call this uh, wanderer salt because it comes from the sea, and the sea spreads across the earth. Um, and it, and it, it contains a bunch of minerals, and the only way to get it is to dry it out from the ocean, right? And then you have the Himalayan salts. It's is the salt that's up in the mountains, and it has this beautiful pink color, very popular, high in minerals, bound in boldless fla- in, in flavor. And you get them in like little pebbles and 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 lamps, and and they work to cleanse the air in your room if you get them in a lamp. And they taste wooden, just drastically different, in my opinion, than than table salt or kosher salt. Um, and, and as I go through these, I, I'll let you know I've had all, almost all of them. Some of them I have because it's just way too expensive. I'll just be honest with you. And then you have Celtic sea salt, and and it it comes from tidal pools, so it comes from pools that have been kind of stagnant for a bit. And you know, water comes in, but they pools up, and and it's gray. And I, you know, I think of these people who who's who's gone through it, and, and they they know how to 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 deal with. With everyday life, they've done, gone through a lot of a lot of life, and things have kind of grayed out for them. But they're they're amazing and strong people. 
you know, there, there's flower salt, um, which <laughs> needs to be harvested in a certain conditions. And I was reading up on these conditions, and it has to be like a light, breezy day, and the sun has to be just the right temperature, and the water just right, and you're skimming salt off the top of the water with these amazing brooms, and it's labor-intensive, and it has a flowery taste. I haven't had this, let me tell you, but... It, right and and you have people that are just seem that way they seem to have lived a different life and they seemed uh, even naturey and you know they and I, I i don't want to say hippie but they just seem that they're more earthbound uh, if if you get my drift they're more uh, attached to to nature than than most people and that's there's nothing wrong with that there's plenty of great christians that understand that and one of the the revelations of god is is you know seeing him finding him in nature right the lord can be found in nature and his love um is is prevalent in his creation uh, you have Kala Manak. It's a Himalayan salt that's been fired with charcoal and herbs, and it's red. Well, reddish, right? So it turns the Himalayan salt into this reddish color. Um, it's it's rather beautiful. Um, and it's gone through through not only fire, but like it's gone through fire with, with rough things, right? And it's uh, and, and it's been it's been imprinted upon. And we know people who who've gone through rough things and have been imprinted upon, and they're 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 beautiful and colorful in a completely different way than than other people and their personalities. And and I bring this I bring these salts up, and and I keep making these analogies and these metaphors to people because I want you to know that the church is a diverse and wonderful place that that the the Lord of Heaven has created a a, a kingdom and a universe where diversity is amazing and robust. Um, and beautiful, and and then you got flake salt, you know the flakes, thin, uh, easily cracked, um, quick to dissolve under pressure, right? And I'll just leave that there. And if you if you can think of somebody, you you do that. Um, there's black Hawaiian salt, salt that comes and is harvested from volcanic volcanic area, and it's black and it's dark and. Man, I've met some some Christian goths that are just <laughs> black Hawaiian salt, right? And they they're the realists, they're the the doubting Thomas um, type of personality, and you're just like, hey man, and they're just like, hey, and you're just like, whoa, and, and as you listen, you're just like, uh, what is he talking about? But you know, you've met those people that 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 life is just made really serious, but man, their faith is just bold like coffee. Right, coffee without cream or sugar—it's bold. You have red Hawaiian salt, and this is iron rich, right? These are these are things that are found in clay areas, right? Uh, so people who've who've dug in and dug up, right? Uh, and, and it's and and man, it is redder than that that kalamanak namak salt. It, you know that kalamanak salt is like a red brown, but this stuff is like red, like fire red and it's pretty beautiful and it's amazing and and because it lives in in an adverse place right it's it's harvested from adversity it lives and thrives in adversity you have smoked salt and don't ask me where the comparison for that comes from um because i don't got one for it but it, it's brown and uh it, it tastes like smoked 
like it's been smoked. So if you want that smoky, salty flavor and you want to add that to a hamburger, go ahead with smoked salt. And um, if you're looking for a personal uh, person analogy, I ain't got one. <laughs> um, and last but not least, this is my favorite. Bamboo salt, and it's purple. And bamboo salt goes through the fire. Not once, not twice, but nine times. And it goes through the fire uh, under pressure of bamboo. And the fire, and extreme fire um, from pine wood. Highly flammable wood. Makes great furniture. Easily dinged. Don't make furniture out of it. <laughs> I have quite a few pieces I made when I was a kid. And boy, do they have dinks. But it, it's the one that has survived the fire nine times. Right? And that could be seen in any way. And that could be any Christian. Right? I, I mean, that I, I guess it would be the salt we would hope to be. A, a beautiful, uh, mineral-rich different tasting not like any of the others right and all are needed right all come all to the table and and all these salts god wouldn't have allowed all of them to be created unless unless they were all all had some great purpose right and they probably all do they well not probably they all do have great purposes and they all have different values some of them are, are even as valuable as as uh, salt used to be. I mean, bamboo salt is extremely expensive, uh, just like the uh, the flower salt uh, from from Paris. Extremely expensive. Now, 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 believers, beloveds, ravens, listen to me. You are the salt of of the kingdom. You bring flavor to wherever you're at, and you, you bring your own personal flavor, right? You know, you might not relate to any of these salts. You might be a salt undiscovered all your own, which is great. And you bring flavor to the mix all your own. And that's amazing. And that's, uh, that's identity, right? Ultimately, this whole thing it boils down to is that, that we in the kingdom have identity of being this stuff that that heals and purifies and preserves the world around us. But we have to be active. We have to be used. If we put on a jar on the on if we put ourselves in a jar and leave ourselves on the shelf, what good are we? We're flavorless. We're we're to be trampled underfoot. Throw me under a car wheel. <laughs> Don't take that seriously. But, but seriously, no, 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 real seriously. If if you ever doubt your value, remember your salt, and you have tremendous value, because the Lord compares us to it. You are the salt of the earth, right? So, be at peace with one another. Have salt in yourself and be filled because you are a necessity. And with that, I just ask that you have a good evening, good afternoon, and a good day.
cool music by Ross Budgen at the beginning and Bend Sound at the end.